Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments. If you're going through any of life transitions, this program is for you. Joyce is president and founder of Joy After Divorce, a one-on-one coaching practice that helps women rebuild and redesign their lives after divorce. As a certified coach, she's had extensive training, including mentoring and training by Jack Canfield of the Chicken Soup book series. Joyce is also a member of Leadership Texas. On today's program, Joyce and her guests will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host and coach, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford. I am thrilled that you are here with us today and looking forward to sharing my guest with you. Fascinating woman. But before we get into talking with my guest, I really want to remind us that when we go through difficulties and transitions, many times we need the exposure to another wind, a second wind that will raise us up to another level, a higher level. We come out of difficulty so many times with knowledge, more knowledge of who we are, of how strong we are, of what we can stand for. And so remember that when you go through these challenges, there's always a growth there. And you go, you get bigger and you get wiser. And the next time in your second wind, you will have an even better experience with life. And so my guest today is going to offer us some of that knowledge. Her name is Margaret Lynch. And after 18 years of engineering management with winning top sales awards at Fortune 500 companies, she left corporate America to live her passion. Well, when you're living your passion in four short years, Margaret had created a million-dollar business. Now, the Wall Street Journal calls her the Tapping for Wealth Authority. And I'm going to let Margaret explain that that title to us. It's really big, Margaret. So welcome, Margaret. We're so happy to have you on the show today. Yay. Thank you, Joyce. I'm happy to be here. Oh. Thank you. Thank you for my reading that lovely introduction for me. <laughs> That's nice. You're so welcome. Why do you think so many people today in the country that is is always touted as having so many riches, why do you think there's so many of us that struggle with the money issue? Well, you know, to me, I come from the middle class, right? My parents were the first ones to go from the working class to the middle class. And so, you know, my dad was the first one to go to college. And when you look at the wide bucket in the, in, here in the U.S. of middle class people, in general, the parents of middle class people were either working class or middle class. And that means we have been um, sort of receiving generationally 
a level of programming about money and wealth that I just don't think is talked enough about and, and it really should be because that programming really creates a lifelong set point for how much you will literally earn and even how much you will save and how much wealth you will create. And, um, and, and I, it makes me crazy because as I started to really delve into this and see it and work it through thousands of people, it's, it's made me crazy because it doesn't need to be there. <laughs> it really yeah. doesn't need to be yeah. there. When you get rid of this program, you see someone that struggled their whole life start to earn more money, start to put away more money, start to feel good about money. And, um, and it, it, it really is so much about just this programming that we received that we literally don't need, don't need to have it, Joyce. Yeah. <laughs> Do not need it. Now, when you were in your career in, in corporate America, why was it that you were so drawn to did you start out with this that I that I knew you I know you were doing tapping emotional uh, technique emotional yes. freedom, freedom technique, technique. Yeah. Um, I know you were doing tapping but did you start out with the the tapping into the wealth or how did your career grow Well the thing is is that I like even when I was a te- young teenager and I, I've never really told this story Joyce when I was like 11, 12, 13, I was very sure that I wanted to help people, to be like a psychologist or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I had an experience with a young friend who had a very negative family environment, even though she was, came from incredible, incredible wealth. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she, I, she became my project to build up her self-esteem. And mm-hmm. no matter what I did, I couldn't get her to believe in herself. And I sort of made this decision that you really just can't help people. And Uh, my dad was an engineer, and a lot of the people in my family had gone engineering route. So I I decided in that moment, you really, when someone has got these experiences, you really can't help them. Mm -hmm. And I went the other way. I went the totally analytical, logical way and sort of gave that whole thing up. Well, when I was... Um, you know, in my corporate career, eventually I landed because I became a mom and I went from being an engineering and management, which is working a lot of hours, <laughs> into yeah. sales because you had this freedom, you got to work from home, you actually made more money. Um, that little bit of freedom, Joyce, gave me time to watch television. <laughs> I know sometimes the stereotypes about salespeople are true. And watching TV one morning, you know, I literally put the TV on. It was like 10 a.m., and there was Wayne Dyer on TV. And he was talking about, you know, power of intention. And he he literally, that was it. Like, that was the start of my whole corporate career being nuked forever. Yeah. So, you know, it it, it so inspired me. And I'm sure that you've experienced this, too, is when you – sort of get inspired by something. And, of course, the law of attraction in Wayne Dyer is like, watch what happens now, like notice what happens in your life. Mm -hmm. Stuff started to show up into my life that I noticed and I took action on that I probably wouldn't have before, like somebody gave me a book on hypnosis. And when I read that book, it was Brian Weiss's Many Lives, Many Masters. And Uh then I went and got more books on hypnosis, like like how to do hypnosis. Mm Mm-hmm. And suddenly I thought, now, now I'm like in my early 30s, um, I thought, well, mid-30s, I guess, what if you can help people? What if there are techniques out there that let somebody unload or liberate their weight of programming and have 
a, a new belief in themselves that really sticks. Mm-hmm. And that was all the inspiration I needed. And I started training. I discovered tapping. And, you know, years went by. I, I started working with clients, and, and then I had to leave corporate and do this full-time. So it's only been about five or six, almost six years since I actually left corporate. Oh, my and, gosh. Yeah. I, I just think that's such a big step, such a big step. But you had already developed some of your client base at that time, right? You yeah. Were doing I, some... Nobody wants to jump off a cliff, you know. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to train, you know, practice this new field. And, and to be frank, Joyce, I had no idea, like, is this for real? Like, am I really doing this? I wasn't sure it was going to be a career. I just thought it was something I would do on the side. I never yeah. dreamed when I started that I was going to make a career of it. So oh. I just, you know, I went along and, and it just kept pulling me mm-hmm. in that direction. Yeah, I think so many times, you know, Wayne Dyer has just been there forever. I mean, it seems like when I was growing in my maybe my 20s, is when Wayne Dyer became really, and you kind of looked at him like, oh, he's so strange. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I have seen, and his tactics might have been a little, <laughs> a little controversial back then, but um, he, he has just developed and grown himself. And, and I, too, because now I just get so much value out of listening to his programs. Thanks, yeah. PBS, where he is usually on in my area. But, um, you know, it's, it's so true. When you are ready, you will hear the message. Yeah, And so, so hearing true. his message back then um, started you on your path. But how did you get introduced into tapping? Well, as soon as you start to learn about hypnosis, so there's a lot of hypnotherapists out there, and and when you start to learn to become a hypnotherapist, you very quickly get introduced to tapping because so many of the hypnotists will will incorporate tapping. Um, And it's sort of like, I guess, because they're kind of an open people that you just, I heard about it very, very quickly. Hmm. And with my engineering background, my brain still works that way very much. And I could do with tapping in, in a few minutes, what I could do with hypnosis. And when I blended the two, it became very powerful. But for my little engineer brain, it was really um, like engineers like tools. They like to apply tools that really work and you can measure the results. (laughs) That makes us super excited. (laughs) And tapping was a tool I could apply and it worked and it got a measurable result. And people could tell. They they weren't just like emerging from a hypnosis session, which is hypnosis is incredibly powerful. I'm a huge lover of hypnosis. But sometimes you emerge someone from hypnosis and they go, what happened? Did it work? They don't remember a dang thing. Right. And with tapping, people are getting these aha moments and these insights that are changing their life because they're experiencing it and going, oh, my gosh, I just felt this and that, and now I get it. This is why I act this way. So t- I just fell in love with tapping. Also, you can do mm-hmm. tapping with a thousand people at once. And yeah. you know, hypnosis now, for, is a little bit more one at a time. For my listeners that maybe are listening for the first time, just a brief description of what tapping is. Sure. It's called tapping because you actually use your fingertips and you tap on acupuncture points. And so it's also called emotional freedom techniques. It's the biggest thing you've never heard of. If you go online and Google tapping or emotional freedom technique, you'll be like, 
holy cow, there's 30 years worth of practitioners <laughs> and videos and TV shows and books and content that you've been missing. Um, but it's just a technique that, that literally turns off both limiting beliefs, like like when we have thoughts over and over and over, like, um, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it, or something like right. that. Yeah. And it turns off the nervous system fight or flight response. And yeah. so if you're experiencing the fight or flight response, which could be anxiety, or the fight part of the fight or flight response, which is anger, right, or frustration, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. use this tapping you will literally become calmer and calmer, and they can clinically measure that. They have done many, many clinical studies on tapping to prove how effective it is because uh, it's hard to believe. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to break in because I, w- I don't want to miss a moment of this, but we're going to take a brief uh, break here. So we'll be back. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. It's time to capture the simple piece of the Amish in your own life. Amish Wisdom with Suzanne Woods-Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central. Each week, Suzanne will have conversations with guests about living a life that incorporates principles of the Amish without going Amish. She'll cover the practical, simplicity, slowing down, reducing clutter, putting the brakes on materialism, the historical, how have the Amish survived for 400 years, how can we hold on to what we hold dear, and the spiritual, treasuring important values, honoring the past, and increasing peace of mind. You don't have to become Amish to make personal peace a reality. Amish wisdom will help all of us live a simpler life. For more information, go to SuzanneWoodsFisher.com. With Amish wisdom, Suzanne offers us a glimpse into a world of peace, serenity, and total commitment to family and God. This show just might change the way you live your life. It's Amish wisdom with Suzanne Woods Fisher. Thursday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. What does success mean to you? Money? Power? Fame? Having everything money can buy? Does it mean having a job or career that you love? A great family life? Or simply to be happy? If you're still searching for answers, then join us each Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern for Primetime Success Radio, where Alan Skidmore and his special guests will discuss health, finances, relationships, being in business, and how you can have a life that is not only successful, but a life of meaning. Alan has been studying success principles for over 25 years through reading, attending seminars, interviewing successful people, and a daily lesson from the School of Hard Knocks. And now he wants to share that information with you. So join Alan Skidmore on Primetime Success Radio every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Rockstar Radio Network, as he takes you on a journey of finding the heart of your success. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. 
Welcome back. We are listening today to Margaret Lynch. Now, I do hope over the break you remembered to get your cup of tea and your notebook and your pencil because Margaret is just going to be sharing with us fabulous information. So get comfy and listen as we continue talking with Margaret Lynch, the um, tapping expert, wealth expert authority. So, Margaret, you were telling us about the uh, process of tapping, EFT tapping, and I think you just about finished it. Yeah, you know, I like to let people know that it's a real technique. (laughs) It's clinically proven. It can be used for lots of different things. But Mm -hmm. I found that, and and many people in the personal development movement, like Jack Canfield, who I know I heard mentioned because you've trained with him, um, like Jack Canfield, like Tony Robbins, like T. Harv Eker, all these big, Cheryl Richardson actually is another one, big personal development people became huge fans of tapping because in addition to doing things like phobias and and post-traumatic stress that that therapists will work with, uh, uh, somebody like me who's a coach can use tapping to clear away limiting beliefs and negative emotions like when I go to charge more, I feel shame and embarrassed, right? Or when I stand up to do public speaking, I feel afraid and not good enough. If I can turn that off, I have a totally different person in front of me (laughs) with a totally different energy. So with tapping, you know, when I started my practice, I made up a term that I just made up on my own called I'm a success coach and I help yeah. people become more successful and started using tapping to challenge and help them clear away limiting beliefs they had about you know growing their business or their, their professional career. Yeah so when you're talking you're really talking about wealth reprogramming or wealth programming when you're talking about EFT tapping that you do with people. Yeah, and, and you know, what happened was I, I, as I started working with people, I realized they wanted to talk about goals, they wanted to talk about their business, but underlying so much of it was this mm-hmm. huge amount of pain and fear in their money. And, and so I really started to, to see that I could apply tapping, which people were using with the law of attraction and abundance and all this stuff. I could start applying it very, very laser specifically towards money. And I actually discovered that there's five different kinds of money and every mm-hmm. one of them mm-hmm. has to be dealt with separately. <laughs> oh. And, you know, and if you want, we could walk through those five kinds of money and I could kind of give you what each of them look like and why we use tapping to change the reality in each of the five kinds of money. Yeah, you know, I can, I agree and I can so connect with what you're saying because in my family, we never really talked about money other than, uh, be careful with money, be careful with money, watch out for money, not enough money. So I, I can so connect with what you're saying. Yeah, and I and I know that, you know, people can relate to or they say, Yeah, you know, my parents were this way around money, but they don't really realize how powerful that has been wired into their actual nervous system. So not only is it beliefs and things people said about money that we remember, like money doesn't grow on trees and I'm not made of money and things like that. Right. But it's the emotional programming. So so a really good example is in general, is when we had parents who were working class or middle class, 
Yeah. When people think back to when their parents were handling money or the bills or talking about pay and how much someone made or someone lost a job, the most common memory or feeling when they when they think back is that their parents felt anxiety, worry, not enough, never going to mm-hmm. be enough. Mm-hmm. And so that means that today, as an adult, the, the number one way that you will operate in any kind of money is anxiety. And that will come up from your nervous system before you've had a chance to decide if you even need to be anxious. Does that ah, make sense? Yeah. And that is why so many people in the middle class do not manage money well, don't sit down, don't set goals, don't like to pay the bills, because it triggers all of this yucky, actually emotional feeling. And, you know, tapping is emotional freedom technique. It's perfect because we get freedom from those emotions. And when the emotions go, the limiting beliefs also go, which is really, really cool. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, so what I can do is, is give you some of the five kinds of money I would yes. want we, we want to hear. And oh, what yeah. the emotion and then the specific limiting belief is, and I like that you told people to get a paper and a pen because it's something that I often find people like to take notes on because they have some of their own aha moments, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, so if I were to talk about the five kinds of money, the first one would be savings. So if everybody wrote down on their piece of paper in front of them the amount of money they have in their savings account – just write it down, usually people start to have a feeling about it and they start to hear thoughts in their head about it. Now, Mm -hmm. doing this with thousands of people, Joyce, the biggest feeling that most people have are emotions like sadness, loss, Mm. disappointment, and fear. And there's there's this belief that feels very true that says something like this, you know, see, I never really feel safe. I never really feel like taking care of and secure. Right. And when people have past traumas that are actually connected to the the number that's in their savings account, you can literally have a trauma connected. Mm -hmm. It's often one of great loss. Loss. So I have done this with people where they, you know, they've never had a savings, people who've earned great money. Mm -hmm. And when when we sat down and looked at the fact that they had zero in their savings account, a well, I mean, I did this once in a workshop, and everyone's tapping, and one woman just, the tears were flowing. And she, her father had passed away when she was like 10, mm. and they lost so much. You know, yeah. not only did she lose her dad, but then things were never the same financially. And yes. this huge wall of grief was what was connected to her savings account. And so why would you want to spend set goals around your savings account mm-hmm. <laughs> if it triggers yeah. such painful feelings. Does that, does that make sense? Oh, definitely. I had another emotion that came up, almost embarrassment. Yeah, embarrassment is common kind of in all of them. It's Embarrassment and shame are sort of the same thing. And, right. and it's like, what would the embarrassment say? And so this is where we, we start to uncover Mm-hmm. And go a little deeper, you know, and often people will say, like, it's, I'm embarrassed because it should be better. I should have known better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we start to hear that kind of stuff in our head, now that's even more painful. Like, sadness is painful enough. Shame and I should have known better and this is all my fault. That's mm-hmm. even more dark on the scale. Mm-hmm. And you know, that usually means somebody is going to avoid it even more. And so realizing that 
my hope is that people can have more compassion for the way maybe they've managed their money in the past mm-hmm. and be inspired with the idea that this can change. But this conversation is a game changer because when you see it, and then we have this amazing tool called tapping, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can really change it. Mm-hmm. You can challenge it and you can change it. Yeah. And I think that's exciting. That is exciting. Yeah. Um, now, that was one kind. So moving on, there are other – did we get into the five kinds? Yeah, so the next one would be debt. If I asked everybody to write their debt down on a piece of paper, oh, boy, we'd have some feelings. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you've, you've mentioned the big one. The big one that people feel is often shame. Yes. Um, and uh. there's often a past event – that they've never forgiven themselves for or somebody else that has contributed to the debt, right? And so it's, yeah. and the words that people say to themselves is like, you know, well, this proves it. I'm not good enough. I'm failing. I did it all wrong. I should have done it better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, again, you think about when people go into their jobs and they're so brilliant and they have all their faculties and they're like working on a project and they're like, oh, here's a challenge. We're going to knock this out. We don't have that, those same faculties <laughs> and our brilliance and our courage. We don't have any of that when we're dealing with our debt because this is what's going on inside. It's like a wall inside. Uh, and, you know, you know, what's so interesting, Joyce, is, and I, I share some of these stories in, in the book Tapping into Wealth. I've, yeah. done, I've worked with financial advisors, mm-hmm. CPAs, people in the banking industry, people in high-level, like, purchasing manager, money manager careers who are brilliant with money and in their own finances, an absolute mess. Mm. Because their own debt triggers shame and they never deal with it. Yeah. You know, and they have secret debt. It's like, Mm -hmm. wow, you're a CPA. How can this be? (laughs) Because we, we do have an assumption that if they're in that industry, then they know how to manage. Right. And it's, it's based on their, when it comes to their money, it's based on their programming. And when I shift that for somebody, you know, I've watched people reduce their debt in, in like miraculously record time. Because mm-hmm. suddenly, instead of feeling all of the shame and negative stuff, they realize, I am an incredibly smart, resourceful person, and now I feel nothing about this debt except excitement to get rid of it. And I'm now on this. I am on it. (laughs) (laughs) And when you're on something and on fire, just like, again, how people tend to go into their jobs, stuff gets done. When they have problems with their money, do they also have difficulties in other areas of their life? Well, you, you know, you, you often, you know, I have found, like, one of my things I like to joke about is that I trick people <laughs> into doing yeah. really deep personal development work by starting with their money, right? It's like, let's double your income, and then they come and start working with me, and along the way to doubling their income, we go to these places, and yes. we find stuff mm-hmm. that changes their whole life. Right. Because uh, when you look at your debt and you hear in your head, I should have known better. I'm an idiot. It's all my fault. I'm not good enough. That's a dialogue that's usually happening in other areas of your life, too. Wow. Right? And so sometimes I get in there because of the money, and we end up making massive changes 
because when you clear away that, that kind of shame and dark stuff, yeah. you become a person that is so much more filled with energy and creativity. Here we go. <laughs> We're going to break, Margaret. So we'll be back to hear with, more of Margaret Lynch. Yeah, with more energy. Yes. <laughs> we return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better, forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio, where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. We are listening to the fantastic Margaret Lynch today, and she is telling us some of the blocks that we have about our financial picture and how those blocks are preset in us from our childhood. So going back and clearing them is very important to our financial future. Um, Margaret, we had mentioned two of, two of the areas, which was debt and savings. And now we have uh, three others to ask about. Did so what that we're going to talk about. So what were those? Yeah, so those next three of the five kinds of money, um, the next one is income. Now, this is really mm-hmm. interesting because this is, you know, very specific to what you learned in childhood. So these are emotions when people usually write their income down on a piece of paper and I have them say out loud, I earn and then fill in the blank, you know, this much money a month. They usually feel fear, disappointment, Mm -hmm. anxiety, and maybe even like frustration. And they will hear a resounding sentence in their head that usually sounds like this, there's never been enough. There's never, there's not enough. It's not enough. I'm running out. It's never been enough. Mm -hmm. And that usually, if I make people say that out loud, it triggers more anxiety. Okay. Oh, yeah. And, it, and, and this really comes from how did your parents operate around money? Was their beliefs not only in scarcity, um, but beliefs around how much, people, how much money people like us can earn and families like us, like our whole family, like who are the people like us and how hard do we have to work for our money? I have seen people with the belief that says, you know, 
from their childhood of how hard mm-hmm. they have to work for their money because people who don't work hard for it um, was, was, you know, really, really strong negative feeling in their house about people who, who were lucky or didn't have yeah. to work hard. And right. those are the people that will make sure they work harder than anybody else, even for the same paycheck. Mm. And it also means, as we come to the fourth kind of money, mm-hmm. which is income goals, which is a totally different type of money, income goals, you know, setting a goal for your income um, will trigger a, the same type of beliefs like that, that's impossible. Like it's impossible for someone like me to earn that much. No one in my family's ever earned that much. Um, and also to earn that much money would be really hard. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Because it would have to be. That's my belief system. And so the emotions are usually sort of the fear of failure and sadness about what's not possible for me. So, you know, the big thing that people never set goals around is their income because of this exact reason, because it triggers such a negative, you know, almost like a pushback inside that's like, that's impossible, no way, it'll be too hard, it's not possible for me, it just reminds me of how crappy that feels. Right. Well, now, I would think that some people also have the feeling that they have no control over that income figure. Yeah, sort of, you know, it's right. impossible. But even people who are in corporate jobs, yeah. are there people in the exact same job earning ten, twenty thousand dollars more than the person sitting next to them? Yes. Oh, sure, in sales particularly. Yeah, I'm it happens thinking. all the time. But even I mean, I was a manager for a long time. I had mm-hmm. people sitting next to each other doing the exact same job. Mm-hmm. And many times the men were earning seven, eight thousand dollars more than the women. They had no idea. Yeah, you know, or someone right. had come in from a do- other department. They were on a higher pay scale, or for some reason they negotiated more salary. I I used to go into these in different companies, and I would negotiate for three or four weeks vacation, really hardcore in my interview. And all the other people I worked with would be like, "How can you be on vacation again? They only have two <laughs> weeks." And I'd be like, "Because I have four weeks." They were like, "What?" <laughs> so even within a company. Yeah, You know, there are always possibilities. Uh, there's a million ways you can earn more money, a million ways, and that's not how we're wired to think. Right. You know? mm-hmm. So I don't know if you want to hear about the fifth kind of money. It's pretty yucky. Uh, well, please. <laughs> it's kind we of can't creepy. leave it out. It's kind of creepy, and it's only, it's only uh, happens to, certain, to some people. It doesn't apply to everybody. It's called toxic money, and I found this from working with many people who had it that I had to identify it as a very specific and individualized category of money. So toxic money, um, if it's an issue for you, it's very, very, like, it'll override everything. It will eliminate all the income that you have, all the savings that you had, and it will create debt as soon as you get into toxic money. So it's pretty bad. So well. Toxic money is created by any situation where you are receiving money that comes at a very high price. The price of battle, the price Mm. of anger, or the price of disempowerment. So you have to be stuck or less powerful than you really are to receive it. It, it's also created if somebody owes you money and they're refusing to pay it. So there's a battle there. And again, to prove that you need that money, it means you sort of need to have no money. So I have seen oh. toxic money like an inheritance dispute. Yes. Someone was supposed uh-huh. to get an inheritance and now they're in battle with their family. From yeah. that moment on, they never earned again. Or a battle with an ex 
over mm-hmm. money, over child support, over, you know, alimony. And so they're paying you, but they hate paying you. And you're like, don't you see I need that money? Mm-hmm. When this happens, it, rec- it, it forces you into a powerless state in order to prove you need the money. Mm. Um, and I've seen it get rid of, like people say, the hallmark is it. they say, ever since then I have never earned another penny. Wow. Yeah. And I can't believe how many people have said, you know, they hear me say this and they go, oh, my God, that's me. Ever since that day, I've never earned another cent. Well, that's um, so big, Margaret, because so much of our society these days goes through like divorce or battle over money. Money has become such a big part of our lives Yeah, that and, and, it you is know, really, in some worlds, it's what life is. It's all about money. Yeah, and it, it's, it's so interesting, Joyce, that you say that because I, I feel it come up with me because my ex gives me child support for my daughter. You know, she's 16 uh-huh. now. And there's been times when I'm earning more years than others, and I sort of feel that like, ooh, I don't want him to know how much I earn because mm-hmm. then he's going to say, you don't even need this money. You're so right. I better make sure that it looks like I'm not earning very. And I'm like, oh, my God, what am I saying? <laughs> Right? Yeah. Or I'll complain and go, money's really right. tight for me. Like, almost like I have to pretend to be powerless and wounded and, and scarce so that I can make sure I get that money. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm doing it. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, to, the great. consciousness about it is, is important. It's like, if, I can, if you can be conscious of it, you can, you can stop it in its tracks. Right. Now, you mentioned that there's also, this can be re-listened to on your website, Correct. Yeah, so I have like a nine or ten minutes, a really intense, rich content video right on the Tapping Into Wealth website that you can get for free, and it goes through the five kinds of money very, very specifically. So people are just, even on that free video, they don't even have my book. They're like taking copious notes and having breakthroughs. So definitely right. check out, um, it's the tappingintowealth.com website for this for a deeper discussion on this. Well, now you mentioned that your book that came out last year, uh, so that was announced when, and it's just, I'm sure it's just blowing off the, off the shelves. Yeah, it came I mean, out in October. A- it did become a bestseller on Amazon, and we've got well over 100 four-star reviews and people telling their whole stories, which is fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, you know, and I've been getting on TV shows and I've been, I, I have three, you know, it came out in October and this week alone I'm on three other radio shows. So it continues to be a topic of interest because it's not your average financial book. No. <laughs> We're talking no. about real stuff. And when people start using the book, um, you, you start, you, it's transformation cover to cover, right? So you're oh, not just yeah. reading, you're experiencing the tapping. Right. And there's videos yeah. to guide you. So it's multimedia, Joyce. Well, it's an awesome <laughs> book. And it offers so many um, uh, powerful suggestions. And I, I just love the way you did the book. Because you do, I mean, you're interacting and you're constantly practicing the, the tapping to improve your life. So it's a great book. May I applaud you on that book, Margaret? You may. Thank you. <laughs> it's doing so much good. And it offers just, I mean, it's help right there. So, and all of a sudden we're talking about money. So for those families that never talk about money... Um, it's very refreshing to be able to uh, actually read and and find way ways to help us through our, our blocks. Yeah, and so, we don't want to be the paradigm for our children. 
as we think back to our money paradigms with our parents, right? So when you change, your children change. You're right. Yes. So um, you we now you mentioned the mind body money connection, and that is what we've just gone through, correct? Yeah, and I love using that expression because people go, what? They know mind-body <laughs> connection, but there really is a mind-body money connection, and it's the, the thoughts and the emotions, the nervous, literally your nervous system, that's wired to react in certain ways around money. And when we ignore that, we look at our savings account and our debt, and we say, well, I'm just an idiot, which actually makes us feel even worse. Right. When we stop ignoring it, we go, oh, I get it. I've been up against a mind-body connection connected to my money, and now that I see it, I can shift it, and I'm literally going to be a different person around money. And I find that so exciting and, um, and clarifying for people, you know, clarifying. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they almost – I think it was for me when I first um, uh, knew about Margaret Lynch and worked with Margaret Lynch, it was just unbelievable to think – that I carried so much of this um, inner struggle with me through most of my life. Yeah, we're, it's it's so below our radar because we're sort of used to it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and when people even will will come up with a limiting belief, they'll say, "Yeah, you know that um, you know money is scarcity is real. It's always going to be hard. It's always been hard." They'll say that kind of a thing, like, or it's impossible for me to earn more, and they still don't even hear that it's a limiting belief. They'll be like, well, that's just the way it is, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Until I come right. along and say, this is life. really? <laughs> <laughs> There's a way to fix it? Um, so you, now you offer through this book, and people can buy it, uh, you offer all of these techniques through that wonderful book, uh, and they can buy it through Amazon if they want to, but... You don't sell it on your website, do you? Uh, no, but if you go to Tapping Into Wealth, um, you'll get the video, and then there's a button right there that makes it really easy because you click on the button and you're at Amazon or Barnes & Nobles, whichever you want to go to. Isn't that amazing how we can do that these days? Yeah, it makes it easy. <laughs> the Amazon loves it. Barnes & Nobles loves it. Um, and you can come back because there's bonuses that we give you. Um, So you can come back to the website, put in your receipt number, and you'll actually get to download a whole bunch of really cool bonuses for me and some of my friends, which people are really loving the bonuses as well. So, you know, it's a little bit more like a course than it is like a a book, and that's really how I intended it because, you know, I I wasn't just going to put out a book. I wanted to put out something that was a game changer for people and their money. So it's, it's been fun to watch people going Wow, I thought I was just going to read a book, and I'm, yeah. you know, I'm doing this tapping thing, emotions coming up. You know, there's some funny reviews like that on Amazon where they're like, yeah. dear Lord, you got to be ready for some inner work. <laughs> and well, I say don't... yes. <clears throat> well, there's also the URLs that you have in the book. It's kind of unique and the latest thing. So, But yeah. we're taking a brief break now, and we will be back with Margaret Lynch. We return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford after this short break. Familia, faith, identity, tradición. Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramática. 
So how do you coexist between the old school ways of La Abuela and the new school life you're creating for yourself without losing your faith, familia, identity, or tradiciones? Welcome to Living Latina with Francesca Escoto, where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for mas. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values, to religion to, you guessed it, relationships and men. As Chief Everything Officer at the WOW Factor, Francesca is passionate about showing women of all cultures, ages, and lifestyles how to rock what they've got with style, sass, and smarts. Be sure to join her every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Living Latina, only on the WooHoo Radio Network. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R dot com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. We are having the best time learning the most things from my guest, Margaret Lynch. And she has been sharing her book with us, Tapping Into Wealth, and what was written in that book about our programmed wealth that we brought with us into adulthood from our childhood, living in our families, and how we were so subtly sold on our wealth in our adult life. So just before break, Margaret, we spoke about the URLs, which you use in your fantastic book, Tapping Into Wealth. And how do you use those in each and what they are? Yeah, because sometimes people aren't familiar with what that is. It's basically like an online classroom with the book. So at the end of every chapter, there's a QR code, a quick read code, if you've got you know, a smartphone that can just scan that and it goes right to the, right to the classroom. Um, or there's a URL, so you literally type that in um, into your, your Google search. And like, for instance, tappingintowealth.com forward slash video one, for example. And that will bring you to where you can um, 
you know, put in your name and email and get into forever, the rest of your life, this classroom for the book, and there's 17 videos. So there's a video that goes with every chapter, but you really can get in once, and then you get to see all the videos. You don't have to wait until you go to the next URL. They're all there. So mm. that, you know, that video portion, um, you know, having me on camera and, and showing up in the videos and really supporting people that way has really helped the book um, to be transformational because you hear it's, it comes alive, right? Because it's mm-hmm. me there teaching it, mm-hmm. not just you reading it in the book. So, yeah. um, but that's what that means. So there's yeah. there's 17 videos and sort of like a little, uh, you know, a really a members area for the book that's totally free and it comes with the book. Now you mentioned in the last chapter there are five disciplines. Yeah, and so the last chapter, they were like, my, you know, you got to write a last chapter. And I was like, hmm, <laughs> I'm done teaching all the things I wanted to teach about money and making more money and outrageous goals and all that great stuff. Um, and so the last chapter is called Five Disciplines for Creating a New Vibration About Money. And I, I, I came up with these five things because they really are cores of just what I teach in general about being a person that is more conscious and on fire and present and people who are more conscious and on fire and present are money magnets. No matter what they do, they tend to have more fun and make more money. So, mm-hmm. um, so I'll run through the five keys really quickly if you'd like. Some yeah, of them are, are a little strange. I'm just going to warn you, okay? Okay. Um, and so the first one is to make commitment, right? And commitment's one of those words that people hear it and they need to start using the tapping technique because <laughs> making yeah, a commitment is scary. But I say make a commitment to observe and catch yourself in the act of falling into old patterns and Mm -hmm. patterns that limit what you do, tendency to go into battle with yourself, which means beating yourself up. Like consciously or make a decision or a commitment to catch yourself when you're beating yourself up, for example, um, or when you're being fearful or when you're pulling back because you're afraid so that you can start to change these patterns right in that moment. And it takes some energy to challenge yourself this way. And sometimes it takes a friend to say, you're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where tapping makes it so much easier. Okay. So the mm-hmm. second one, after catching yourself in the act of limiting yourself, is commit to showing up more charged up, more engaged. So it's sort of like catch yourself when you're like going through the motions and wandering around and being like, oh, Lord, I don't really care. And ask yourself these important questions. You know, look at the goals that you're setting and say, how badly do I really want this goal? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, if the answer is, I really want this goal, then you want to go and find some of that energy. I say, I say in the book, jump up and down and shout, I want it, and you will find more energy. <laughs> okay. Um, do you live but, alone? <laughs> yeah. You can, you can do it in the you know, privacy of your home. Yeah. Third, um, commit to taking action and doing what it takes. So not just commit to the goal, but commit to actions that are along the way to the goal. Like if you know you want to grow your business and the fastest way to grow that is to go network and talk to people about your business or write yeah. a newsletter every week, then commit to the actions mm-hmm. that will get you there. And that includes commit, giving yourself time to dream and daydream and brainstorm, allowing ideas to come to you, in addition to taking actions, putting things on the calendar, and actually doing the actions, which 
I don't know. I'm yeah. self-employed, Joy. Sometimes I have trouble actually doing the actions I'm supposed to do. Yeah, yeah I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, and I forget that it's not all about forcing myself to work. I also have to sit sometimes and allow myself to, to dream and to be yeah. inspired and to think about what's possible. Like, that feeds your, in, your creativity. It feeds your soul. You have to give yourself those moments. Yeah. And when you do... It's actually the opposite of procrastinating. You'll actually get more excited to get something done when you've sat there quietly and then you just get this crazy idea. You're like, I just have to do this. It sounds so good. <laughs> That's yeah. what helps me anyway because I am not a dis- very disciplined person. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then the other part of that is um, having an accountability partner. You know, nobody very likes important. to be accountable. Yeah. Let's I, face it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But if you want to go walking every day and you get two neighbors that are your friends and you're going to walk together, oh, heck yeah, you're going to end up walking a lot more consistently, right? Yeah, definitely. And so if you have an accountability partner, um, what it's going to do is you're going to make more consistent progress faster. You know, a coach works the same way. You know, when people have a coach, they get four times as much done. Yes. Even even if they get it done the day before the coaching call, right? They get more done. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that one because I, I, I love hate it, right? I hate being accountable. I'd rather yes. be a lazy. Yeah. But it, I, if I really want to get more done, that's what I do. Mm. Um, and then number four is going to be weird. Are you ready for weird, Joyce? Oh, yes. Give me a weird one. <laughs> okay. I'm sure I've talked about you with this one in general, too. Um, <laughs> take a minute, review uh-huh. all your plans and goals, and then do something that sounds crazy, which is, Give yourself full permission not to accomplish any of your goals and forget the whole dang thing. Just well, give yourself crazy. permission. Yeah. I can walk away. I can keep my life and my money the same. I don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. Now, why would I tell you to do that? Well, when because. people do that, they always feel more expanded. Yes. And the truth is you don't have to do it. And half the time, we're procrastinating in a, in a way that is very rebellious that says, you can't make me do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so when you give yourself permission, which is actually the reality, I don't actually have to do this, you take away the story that says, oh, now that I've set this goal, I have to do it. Now that I've gone mm-hmm. this path, I have to mm-hmm. do it. And you allow yourself to choose it freely. Right. So now you can say, well, the truth is, I don't have to do it. (sighs) And maybe I want to sit in this moment of freedom for a few minutes. And then I ask myself, is this really what I want? Do I really choose this? Is this really my mission? Is it really my passion? Do I really want to go after this? And the answer is always yes for me. And sometimes it's yes, except not that part. And it's very clarifying. Yeah. Okay. Um, So don't become a slave to your goal. You choose it. And let yourself unchoose it regularly so you can rechoose it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, so know, I, I want us to go on and talk and talk about your event. So is that number four and number five? Yeah. Well, you know, this is interesting, right? Because number, number five is 
trust and shine in both your light and your dark. And so this yeah. is, you know, all of these different keys is really what I do at my live event, which is called oh, Ignite cool. Your Power. Um, yeah. And I know you're going to be there with me. And I, I just talked to two other radio hosts, and they're all coming, too. I'm getting a lot of radio oh, hosts good. coming. Um, and it really is about igniting your power and manifesting yeah. more money. And all of these keys are um, are big pieces of what I teach beyond just the money work. It's It's really about expanding your you know, clearing the limits so you can expand your personal power, you can start making a bigger impact, and that always leads us to making more money, you know, when we have the right strategies. Um, and when you, start, when you start stepping up and going to an event that's called Ignite Your Power and Manifest More Money, you know, it triggers us and it, it brings up our fears, and that's where we have to honor, you know, that we're going to have moments of fear. We're going to, and moments of Mm -hmm. courage. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're going to be lazy and sometimes we're going to be achievers. Sometimes we're going to do dumb things and that doesn't mean we're not incredibly brilliant. So, you know, my fifth key is about knowing that you'll always have both and acknowledge and accept who you are anyway and knowing that, yes, sometimes you're afraid and a chicken and other times you're incredibly courageous and that's great. (laughs) <laughs> right, wonderful, you know? accept it all. And now, we go through that range of emotion, right, Joyce, at the event, yeah, because we, there's things that I make you do at the event that will push you out of your comfort zone, <laughs> um, but it's focused on you getting in your mission in a bigger way and making more money, and that can be scary, which is why we use tapping. Yeah. <laughs> now, that, now, your event is going to be when and where? Um, it's in Boston at um, the Hyatt Boston Harbor, March 13, 14, 15. And if you go to my website, margaretmlynch.com, that's Margaret and then M is in Mary, my middle initial, lynch.com, margaretmlynch.com, you can see information on the event, Ignite Your Power. Um, and we are still uh, filling the room. We're, we're pretty full. We're definitely, t- you know, can you know, add probably 10 more people in there. But, mm-hmm. um, but if, if they are interested in the event and they get in touch with us, we'll absolutely figure out a way to get them in the room because it's just going to be unbelievable. And it's three weeks away, so it's more than enough time to make <clears throat> your plans. <laughs> well, I will Come and be with, my... me and jo- with Joyce and me. Yes, I want to encourage anybody that can come to this. It will be a life-changing event because you will hear Margaret. As you can tell, she's very energetic and full of great opportunities for each of us to change our lives. So, Margaret, I thank you, thank you, thank you for being with me today as we are quickly running out of time. And I could go on for another 30 minutes. So thank you again for being with us. And uh, I look forward to Ignite in Boston. Yeah, and if anyone comes from your radio show, you're going to get to sit with the amazing Joyce Buford, which is a reason to come in itself. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. We will be back next week. And it's always Thank you for joining us on today's edition of Second Wind. Join us again next week at the same time as Joyce and her guests share strategies of growth and renewal. You'll learn how to attain goals and dreams and create the life you want to live to its fullest.